I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram over at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Dr. Robert Mark Carpenter on the line. He's a filmmaker and director over at the USC Media Institute for Social Change, which is a two-time Emmy Award-winning center. Um, Robert, welcome to the show. Well, fantastic to be with you, Adam. How are you? Oh, all is well and happy to have you on the line. I understand you have a new feature film coming out and some other things that are going to be released, yeah. which I can't wait to get, get into, and also more about what you're doing over at the USC Media Institute for Social Change. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in your career path? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the easiest way to describe me both by passion, interest, and personality is going back to the date of my birth which is June 5th, 1985. And the reason that date is significant is that was the exact day and year that Ferris Bueller took his famous day off. It was actually June 5th, 1985. And so I was always and have always been drawn to very adventurous things, very new things, very dynamic things, very uncertain things. And so sort of that personality has been with me from the time I was a boy. I started my first business when I was nine. I'd go from home to home in the neighborhood. I'd pick people's flyers from their yards. I'd wrap them in a bow, and I'd sell them back to them. That was sort of my entree into entrepreneurship. And ever since then, I've always been doing new and different things. It's things that combine business and creativity. And I kind of made my way through high school and through college and eventually started a startup and sold that and taught entrepreneurship and went back and got a, a doctoral degree. And But really, my passion was always how do you tell compelling stories, tell creative stories? How do you tell stories that change the world? And so one day I just decided to kind of transition over to being semi-full-time and then full-time in entertainment. And I used this background in creativity and this background in business to really start in the film industry. And so I've worked on many, many projects with many studios from Ballers to Bird Box to Netflix to Disney and it, that's kind of what I've been doing for the last few years and really found what I what I love doing. So that's kind of how I got started. That's awesome. Um, so obviously, you know, there's some there's some younger audience listening also that are maybe just getting started in their career and are thinking about going down that path of entertainment. I mean, what kind of um, advice would you give them on, on pursuing that? Well, that's a fantastic question. I would say that the best thing is to be as broadly read and as broadly experienced as possible. And by that, I mean, read as much as you can about as many things as you can. And I would say experience as many different types of things in life as you can, as many different types of people, as many different types of ideas, as many different types of cultures and and whatnot. And, and so that's something that regardless of where you're at, regardless if you have a lot of money or no money, that you can do either through the Internet or you can do through your local library. You can do just going out in, in wherever you are. And, and and so I would say that would be the primary foundation is to experience the world through your own eyes as being sort of the first thing. And then the second thing is really just trying to learn what the film ministry is about or what show business is about. It really 
shouldn't be called show business in my opinion. It should be called the business of show because really business is first and foremost before the show aspect. And people that are most successful in the industry, with a few exceptions, are typically the people that have a pretty strong business acumen, even though it's not emphasized, that's combined with whatever particular niche that they're in. So I would just say, you know, be broadly read, be broadly experienced, travel if you can, experience the world, and then figure out what it is that you want to do. Do you want to be a director? Do you want to act? Do you want to write? Do you want to produce? Do you want to be a cinematographer? I mean, there are all sorts of different pathways, and wherever you are in the world, whether you're in Chicago or Los Angeles or New York or you're overseas somewhere, there will be people who will give you a shot at sort of getting your way into their productions, especially if you decide to volunteer for them, which is how I started. I started off volunteering. I had no idea what I was doing. I was very nervous, very intimidated. What goes on in the film set? I didn't know anybody in the film industry. And so, you know, I just showed up and I said, can I volunteer for a student project? <laughs> and that's sort of how it all got started. And you started to realize that a student project is no different than a big production like Ballers, exception that maybe they're more professional in Ballers and they have a little more expertise and a lot higher budget, but it's really a craft and you're doing the same things. And and so, you know, just, just to, to, to learn about the world and learn about the industry and then find exactly what you love doing day in and day out. And I know it's very general. It's not very step-by-step, step, but I, I feel like a lot of people try to come into the industry without having done those things first, and it's harder for them because they, they haven't experienced a lot, and so they have a lot less reference point. To, to fall back on when things That's get tough. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I completely get it. Um, let, let's, uh, let's switch it up a bit. I want to talk more about what you're doing over, as director over at the um, USC Media Institute for Social Change. So first, um, what's the mission of the Institute? Sure, absolutely. So our mission is to tell stories that change the world. So tell stories, whether it's in documentary format, whether it's in feature film format, whether it's in television format, Whatever type of format that we have to tell is to really tell stories that get people to think differently and possibly even get people to, to behave differently. And so we do that through creating films and, and shows. We also do it through hosting events. We do it through cutting his research and, and, and that sort of thing. So we're kind of an unusual thing in that we both do research and are also practitioners. And, mm. and so... It's, it's sort of kind of one foot in the ivory tower and one foot out of it, if you will. And so one foot in Hollywood, one foot back at the university. And so it's, it's kind of this unique space. There's really nowhere like it anywhere in, in the world. And so it's a, it's a pretty exciting place to be. That's awesome. Um, where can people go if they want to like if they want to interact more with the institute or see the or yeah. see some of the work and things like that? What's yeah. the best What's the best place? Yeah, absolutely. So if you have them go to the website, uscmisc, uscmisc.org. They'll be able to take a look at some of our past projects. We've done a couple dozen films in the last seven years, for example, and and they can kind of see some of what we've done there and some of the just amazing people that have been involved, some amazing organizations that have been involved and, and whatnot. We've been really fortunate to, to work with every major studio, with every major talent agency, with some of the biggest stars. And and it's, it's amazing because there is this desire for people to use media to tell stories that matter, that, ha that have meaning for people, that can change people's lives. And, and so, you know, it, it would be surprising for a lot of people to realize that more people than you think in Hollywood actually have a heart and actually want to see things changed. 
and even the big names. And, and, and so, you know, we're just trying to be there to lead the charge. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and I don't think that's surprising. I think people know, um, in my opinion, but um, let's, uh, let's switch it up a bit. Um, I want to get more into what, I mean, come on, tell me more about this film coming up. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Adam. And so we have a new film coming out that I wrote, directed, and produced called American Dropout. An American Dropout is a story told through the eyes of a traumatized little girl who dropped out, Kylie, and, and telling the story about the 15 million dropouts in the country who are hidden. These 15 million dropouts, they're ineligible for 90% of jobs. They usually commit 75% of all crimes or 80% of all inmates in prisons. They spend over a trillion dollars of our social services every year and nobody's talked about them. It is a huge issue. If we can solve the dropout crisis, we can solve major social problems. We can solve homelessness. We can solve, you know, literally, you know, crime and, 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 and so many other issues connected to it. But there's never really been a film on it. So it was a great opportunity for us to kind of go in there and say, can we tell a very emotional, compelling, captivating story? And to, to our surprise, a lot of people have been involved. So we have a couple of former U.S. Secretaries of Education who are in the film who are really excited to get this message out. And But really the film is told through the eyes of four traumatized little kids who some of their stories will absolutely devastate you. And for example, one little girl, her dad would throw water at her in the morning and tase her to wake her up. And oh my gosh. There, there are so, yeah, it's, a, it's phenomenal. Like what's going on, phenomenal sense of heartbreaking. And there's so many millions of stories like this. Literally we see, you know, teen depression at an all time high. We see teen suicide at an all time high. We see teen drug use and prescription drug use at an all time high. And people aren't talking about it. And it's causing kids to drop out and, and, and worse. And so we're trying to put a spotlight on that. And we're just really excited to really do a big push this fall to, to get it out to Americans and hopefully change, not only change lives, but change systemic policies that kind of force kids into these positions. These kids who are traumatized. They come into classrooms and they often act up and teachers don't know what to do. So they end up suspending them and expelling them. And when these kids really need help, they really need a little love and, and attention and care. They're not getting at home in many cases. And and so the teachers don't know how to deal with it, so they stay out of my classroom. And so, yeah, it's, it's a really traumatic story, but it's also hopeful and inspirational, and it, it does end on a high note. So, it, you know, it, it's not all Kleenex, the whole film. <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. And if, some, if somebody's listening to this and they want to follow the release of the film and keep up with it, what's the best route for them to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So it's americandropout.org would be the best place to go to check out the release date, check out, you know, the theaters we're playing out, check out the streaming platform like Netflix that we're going on and, and those sorts of things. So americandropout.org. Oh, that's great. Um, well, hey, Robert, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, telling us more about your background and the great work you're doing over at the USC Media Institute for Social Change and also this American Dropout movie. Um, definitely um, go check out that site, americandropout.org. Um, follow this. It's a, that's a great issue and a great cause, and, now I, and it's a great example of what the mission of the USC School of Cinematic Arts is trying to do. Um, with this institute so it's, it's pretty exciting stuff and I'm looking at the site and just all the great work that's 
being done. So great work. Keep keep it up over there. Um, to the audience, I appreciate you uh, tuning in. Thank you. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. And uh, don't forget, go check out AmericanDropout.org. Uh, Robert, thanks again for coming on. Thanks so much, Adam. Really appreciate it. Thank you.